We're good, mate. We're off. Let's get it. Let's talk about NFL. Wild card round. Super wild card round. It was sick, isn't it? Super. Yeah, a lot happened. A lot did happen. A lot of uh, turn-ups, which is what you want. What do you mean? Well, I feel like a lot of uh, underdogs won their games. Yes. I'm talking Packers and I'm talking Texans. I think we all kind of gave them a good shot, though. Yeah, I think other than maybe the amount that Texans won by, none of the results were insanely shocking. No, I mean, the Packers game, I think, was the most shocking. But the result doesn't really reflect that. The result and the result is a bit closer than kind of the game was. Um, yeah, I mean, didn't they take off all their starters and then bring them back on for like one drive towards the end? Because the was getting a little bit close. Um, I can't remember. If you say that happened, I believe you. Right. Well, you, I was probably very tired at the end no of the one game. Else will, so, yeah, that's what happened. All right, well, let's say that flat. Should we, should we go through game by game? Because there's only I, six of them. I'd vote for starting with uh, Browns against Texans. Okay, well, you don't get a vote, but luckily that is where we're going to start. Oh. Um, Thank you for listening to me. So Cleveland Browns, the five seeds, travel to the number four seed, Houston Texans. Browns probably like, I don't know, I didn't check, probably like three-point favourites maybe going into this game. Maybe more. Yeah. Um, they certainly went in with a better record. Yeah. And they rested starters on the final week of the regular season as well. Um, but the final score, Cleveland Browns 14, Houston Texans 45. What? So many points. Um, good game. Well, depends who you, who you support, but... Yeah, I mean, not a good game in many respects, although it's nice to see a lot of touchdowns in any game, but not close at all. No, but if you not, don't particularly really like Browns and you do particularly like Texans, it was great. Mm. Yeah, I think... Uh, it's just nice to see CJ Stroud continue to be the guy that everyone kind of thought he might be. Like... He's been playing great all year. It would have been very disappointing to see him kind of diminish in the big games, which the playoffs is the biggest. But yeah, he's fine under pressure, isn't he? Smashed it. Um, 274 yards and three touchdowns for CJ Stroud. Yeah. Nico Collins had a big game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was nice to see Houston winning it on both offense and defense. Like, I think throughout the season, we've seen them do well on both sides of the ball, but not necessarily very often at the same time. Or not obviously at the same time, but not on the pitch at the same time, in the same game. Yeah. And this felt like a, a very complete performance, even though there's no Tank Dell or whatever. They're missing some pieces. I think Will Anderson Jr. on the defensive side looked really lively. Um and the linebackers, who I'd never heard of before this year, look great. Um, what's his name? Christian Harris got like a pick six and just played well. I think he got a sack as well. Like, 
was great. Reminded me a bit of watching the Niners linebackers. Like the way they're just, they seem to be everywhere. Super fast. Do you know what I mean? They're always in and around the ball. Yeah. And they're just flying around the field without a care in the world. Without a care. And dominating. Yeah, also hitting people very hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just amazed by the... I don't know. They just made it look easy. After yeah. Beat it. And it didn't look like Browns had like a real off day or anything. No, I think going in, I think a lot... Well, not a lot, but I think one of the concerns for me was how is the Houston Texans O-line going to cope with Miles Garrett and friends? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But they seem to cope fine. Like, defense didn't ask them too many questions, and when they did, CJ Stroud was able to either escape the pocket or make plays or at least throw the ball away. Do you know what I mean? So, Cleveland Browns' defense wasn't particularly special. And when you have Joe Flacco on the other side not being the Joe Flacco of recent weeks and making mistakes and throwing interceptions, then everything falls apart. Yeah. I was worried Miles Garrett might kill CJ Stroud. But you mean going into the game? Yeah. You're worried oh, yeah, not, murder. I'm not worried anymore. No. I think <laughs> he's safe now. <laughs> Yeah, you can sleep easy now. Yeah. That would be really stupid of Miles Garrett to this point kill CJ Shroud after they lose. I this is weird that this comes to my head, but I think <laughs> it might not be Miles Garrett. I think it is. But That's on Halloween people? close. On Halloween, he decorates his house and I think in his front garden he has uh, gravestones in his front garden, and on the names of all the gravestones are the quarterbacks he sacked. <laughs> I actually love that from him. I think it's him. Uh, but yeah, which is obviously quite a, it's quite a long list. I don't know if he's got every single quarterback he sacked in the NFL on there. Oh, That's I wanted a lot a, of graves. Uh, yeah, a gravestone per quarterback, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. So I don't know if it's just the big ones that make the cut. I think he should you know, invest and get stone ones, but have them there year <laughs> round, not just a Halloween thing. Yeah, his his local funeral directors are going to be bossing. <laughs> yeah, they can open up another branch just for him. Yeah, they close in the off season. They just reopen again. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, should we talk about Miami going to Kansas City? That has my vote. Okay. I need to be very clear, people. You don't get a vote. Um, well, I'm voting Kansas City, Miami. Okay, good. <laughs> good vote. <laughs> um, yeah, cold. Oh, so, sorry. Miami Dolphins are what the... F- Let me do the math. Six seed in the AFC. Travel to the three seed Kansas City Chiefs, who are already locked into three seed. And I think we both had the Dolphins to win this game. But even when I was talking about it last week, I kind of talked myself out of that. Yeah, um, I think we both sort of said Dolphins and at the same time we're like, but I don't think they will. Yeah. But we both um, wanted them, I think. Yeah, we did. And it was very cold in this game. 
there was so in Celsius, I believe it was roughly minus eighteen degrees Celsius with a wind chill of minus thirty. Um You could see it. Yeah, Annie you could Reed's see mustache froze. Oh, that was horrible actually. That made me feel a bit unwell. <laughs> yeah, I saw a clip of someone asking one of the officials if they were cold. And they were like, yeah. And they were like, how many layers are you wearing? And I think he said, we're in six layers and two wetsuits. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anyone's ever worn more than one wetsuit. No. I don't know if there's an advantage of wearing two versus just wearing one thicker one. But who knows? Apparently, this officials are in two wetsuits. And like moving about a bit. I guess it depends where they are. But yeah, they still got to move about a bit, don't they? Yeah. Be able to jog at least. Even if it's just jogging up the sideline. Yeah, minus 18 is wild. Um, Yeah, you could see when they do their little huddles, the amount of. Yeah. You could see the amount of like steam produced just from them talking. Yeah, I mean, you see sometimes when you go and watch rugby, when there's a scrum, you can just see the heat coming off of it. Yeah. Um, but you can just see it just from one person. Like, it was mental. Um, but we should say, Kansas City did win 26-7. Oh, yeah, we've not actually said that yet. No. Important info. Important info. Kansas City progressed to the next round. And wasn't it? Like a particularly impressive game from Kansas City. It's hard to take a lot from it when it's such extreme weather. Um, but the Dolphins just couldn't get anything going at all. Yeah, you don't really know if it was due to the weather, whether they just didn't have great games. But agreed, Kansas City weren't special, but Miami were just particularly not special. Yeah, you you almost got the feeling that Miami had kind of lost this game before it began. Like when they, I think, losing to the Bills last week, and therefore losing, you know, not winning the not winning the division, which means not having a home playoff game in Miami, and instead going to the, you know, Arctic conditions in Kansas City. I just feel like they'd lost going in. Like I don't know. It's not just that. It's the fact that you tried to win last week and fail. Mm. Hurts your confidence, ruins your momentum. And then you're playing away from home, so you're not got the fans you'd normally have. And obviously, extremely different weather, which would always be the case, but especially last week. Yeah, I think what, but it's still been three weeks in a row. So they... If they'd beaten Baltimore in week 17, they would have won the division then and there. And then they didn't. So that's one opportunity to win the division missed. That's a big loss. And then they got a huge game against Buffalo for the division. And they lose that. I just feel like they must have just been a bit defeated. Like, I don't think you can have two big losses. And they were big because Baltimore smashed them. And Buffalo yeah. were their rivals. Baltimore really did smash them. Um so I don't. I think it's hard to have two big losses, and then play your first playoff game. Oh, by the way, you're not going to be able to feel your fingers after being outside for half a minute. Yeah, and everyone in the stadiums wants you to lose. Oh yeah, no one likes you there. <laughs> and your quarterbacks yeah. from Hawaii. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it is true also that they've just not done very well against top teams. Yeah, season. been a recurring thing. They're like the one team that sort of consists fairly consistently beaten teams they were expected to beat mm. and fairly consistently lost to teams of the similar sort of calibre or better. Yeah, I think the only good team they beat all season was Dallas, I think. Yeah. And that came down to the final play of the game. Um, all right. Let's move on chronologically. I vote for Green Bay Packers, Dallas Cowboys. Okay, fine. You get a vote then. Um, Score. Sorry, yes. Um, Green Bay were the, what, seventh seed? Dallas Cowboys the yeah. two seed because they won the NFC East. So in theory, this should be the most, the biggest disparity between the teams in terms of seeding. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at home, obviously, and they lose 48-32. And as we've already said, it wasn't even as close as 48-32. It was an extremely convincing 48-32. It should have been like 48-12. Yeah, 48-32 because they subs, they're good players. I don't remember. I think I might have dozed off at the end. It sounds like it. Because it was late. It was late. I remember it being late. Do you do you remember suddenly being more alert and being like, "Oh, this is closer than I thought." Um, maybe. Because yeah, they basically were ahead by a ridiculous amount, took off all yeah. their stars, mm-hmm. and then Cowboys were scoring good. quite quick, and they put a lot of them, a lot to all of them back on. Right. Just right at the end, just to make sure they stayed like two scores away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really nice. Well, who should we talk about first? Should we talk about Dallas first and say... Dak Prescott did good. He didn't do bad. Yeah, His numbers I'm... look better because of all the good all the stuff, stuff that happened in garbage time. Yeah. Yeah. When the game was already lost. Um, I think I said going in that so much of the game was going to come down to C.D. Lamb. And it was not necessarily all on him. But if C.D. Lamb has a big game, Dallas are going to win. And if he doesn't, Dallas are going to really struggle. And it was definitely in that latter camp, this game. But did he have a bad game? Or did Packers do really good covering him? Well, that's the question. But yeah, you're right. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't get anywhere near the sort of play he normally gets. No, and this is he got a few targets and no catches. This is the third year in a row Dallas have exited the playoffs in a somewhat unceremonious fashion. Yeah, they haven't got to the title game in ages. I don't know how long. I didn't Google it, but a while. If you had Googled it and just said ages, that would have been very sloppy. Yeah, I haven't been to the, haven't been to the title game in ages. Really, John? Yes, I Googled it. And how long was <laughs> it? It said ages. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, just I think being a Cowboys fan the last couple of years must be just so frustrating. Because all that effort to get the to get the number two seed to win your division, that can see the Lamb seem unstoppable. And then as soon as you get to the playoffs, just choke, just completely capitulate. 
and become very much not the team you have been. Even the defense was not good. Like they gave up forty eight points. Yeah, well, I mean they should have deliberately lost to Eagles, played Tampa, and they probably would have won. Yeah, although I don't know, don't know if they would. Um, Aaron Jones did well. Yeah, Green Bay had a very nice game. Aaron Jones, especially. And uh, Dobbs, Dobbs, Romeo, Romeo. Dobbs. yeah, Dobbs, Dobbs, but yeah, Dubs. That's how it's spelled, Dubs, but I don't think that's how it's pronounced. You can pronounce it like that. Okay, Dubs did well. You'd be wrong, dude, but you can. Well, I'm going to stick with it. Um, yeah, I just feel like there's a few of these teams that came into the playoffs, like the Texans, the Packers, the Rams to an extent, and sort of the Bucks as well. I just feel like it kind of already won by getting into the playoffs. Like, so now they're just playing with house money. Do you know what I mean? They're just, everything here is a bonus. And I feel yeah, like I kind of the freeze teams them up they're playing uh expected to win. Yeah, there's a lot more and pressure. Like with Dallas. Pressure. I think that's one of the things with Dallas is like, if you keep choking in the playoffs, it just builds the pressure for next year. Yeah. And the more you do it, the more it builds. Um, but yeah, I feel like Green Bay, you know, no one expected loads from them this season. They kind of had a poor start and really sorted it out. Jordan Love all of a sudden looks great. Like, I think he had one of the best passer ratings for any quarterback all season in this game. Um, it looks very nice for Green Bay going forward. And it's because the team's so young as well. Like, all their receivers are basically rookies. Yeah. It's crazy. Really? Even if they don't, even if it's the last game this year, next year they're looking to be better, potentially. Yeah. It's a bit annoying because Green Bay, like Green Bay fans, have had it pretty easy the last however many years. Well, like 30 odd years, really, with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And have always been a great team. Um, So for them to kind of stumble into another great situation is quite annoying. Yeah. Well, maybe Miles Garrett will murder him. Yeah, that is a possibility, apparently. Murder by Garrett. Um, I'll vote that we speak about Rams against Lions next. What a terrific idea. Um, You're going along with all my decisions, thank you. (laughs) Um, Rams at Lions. Lions were the three seed in the NFC. Well, they still are the three seed in the NFC. Which makes the Rams the six seed. And a revenge game for both quarterbacks who swapped teams in a trade years ago and the Lions edge it 24 to 23 and it's the first playoff game played in Detroit in like 20 years or something I can't remember but like ages and it's the first one they've won in like 30 years right yeah I think it's like it's not only is it the first one in like 30 years it's like only the second one in like 60 years as well yeah I was very happy with this result yeah me too and it was, I reckon, I'm going to say the game of the week. Yeah. It was a really good game to watch. Game of the week. Started out just offense. Yeah. It was back and forth first. 
because most of, I can't remember the exactly, but most of those 50 ish points were scored in the first half. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Lions didn't get more than like a touchdown in the second half, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And if Rams closed the gap, obviously, didn't do enough. No, I think the Rams. They had a really good offense. Yeah. But I mean, just do, couldn't quite hold up on defense, I think. That yeah, was what I mean, separated them, really. They don't have the kind of players this year. Like, everyone was expecting them not to make the playoffs this year. Like, on defense, especially, it was sort of they have Aaron Donald and then just like anyone else. Like, but they had a really nice draft class with obviously Pukunakua. Kobe Turner on defense. Um, and they've kind of just kind of got in the playoffs. I don't want to say by accident because they were trying to, but what's the word? Like against the run of play. That's not the words. Unexpectedly is the word. Um, yeah, unexpectedly, certainly. And they did well. And Matthew Stafford had a really good season. And he played, well, he played really well in this game as well. Yeah, he smashed um, it this game. But yeah, and I'm, but I am more pleased for Detroit and Jared Goff as well. Like Jared Goff, kind of dismissed by the Rams as sort of, you know, you were good for us for a time, but we just want rid of you now. And then gave him to um, Detroit, and I don't think Detroit especially wanted him, but. They had had to take him probably to make the money work for the Rams to be able to take Stafford. Yeah. And then to be there and for, you know, most people just think he'll be a one-year thing and then they'll find a proper quarterback. And to be playing at a top, top level. There was a few moments in this game which were a bit scary. Like the kind of backwards, like basketball pass that hit the ground. Um, oh, yeah. But I on the whole... That. He should have just took the hit, right? Yeah, he was just he was just getting sacked. He just needs to go down, but he just tries to like offload the ball to a back who's like just out to the side and tries like a basketball type pass, but he just doesn't even reach him. Goes backwards, so it's not an incomplete pass. Oh yeah, the guy jumps on the floor, but by that point it's gone back like fifteen yards. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was like, okay, now they're second or third and twenty-five or something. I was like, good luck. Yeah. But like another team with a great rookie draft class, like Sam Laporta, you know, oh, he's, and Jamal Gibbs. Both he had a good a game yards. this game, but oh, did he get injured? He was injured last week. Oh, and okay. then we didn't know if he'd play this week. Um, but he did. He's got a touchdown. But he did, and he's got a touchdown. Um, so, yeah, and because Dallas lost, Detroit get another home playoff game. Yeah. So you wait so long for a bus. And two come at once. And then two come along in quick succession. A week apart in this instance. (laughs) (laughs) But a week apart is really at once when you're talking 30 years. Yeah, exactly. 30 years. Um, All right. You know what that leads us to? I'd vote for Bills Steelers next, please. Yep. Steelers at Bills. Originally slated for the early window on Sunday, 
delayed because of weather, um, snow, um, played on Monday in what seemed like all right weather, but apparently the whole, like, like all the seats and stuff were still covered in the snow. So it couldn't have been very nice if you were actually there um, and obviously pretty cold. Yeah, I mean, I think it must have been warmer than Kansas City. It was. But because uh, you couldn't see everyone's breath. Mm. But anytime there was a touchdown or the fans were unhappy, basically, if the fans were unhappy or happy, you see snowballs. Yeah, there's a lot of throwing snow going on. Which really added to the atmosphere. I loved it. Yeah. Um, so, as you'd say, Pittsburgh Steelers 17, Buffalo Bills 31. Yeah. It was sort of it was a game. I think last week I said I don't really see an avenue for the Steelers to win this game, other than just the fact that they're the Steelers and you're not allowed to write them off ever. Um, and we sort of saw a bit of that, um, where they just sort of they got like they went down heavy. Were they twenty-one nothing down, maybe at least fourteen? Yeah. And then they did get back into it, and you're like, hold on. They made it interesting. But then Buffalo made it uninteresting again. Um, And yeah, Josh Allen just gets better. He's just so good. Yeah. He's just built for the big moments. They've got so much momentum now. Yeah. Over the last six games, I don't know, they must have won five of them. I think they might be undefeated since like week 13. They were six and six. And then did they go? Did they finish eleven and six? I think they must have done to make. I think they must have done to be the two seed. They must have got eleven and six. Yeah. So they won five in a row, and have now won in the wildcard at six in a row. Yeah. 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 So they're one of the hottest teams of football, and Josh Allen's on fire. James Cook's playing well. A bit worried yeah, about the defense. Which is getting increasingly injured, especially like in the secondary, because um, it was already a bit injured, like earlier in the season. But the last couple of weeks, it's got worse. Um, and then playing Patrick Mahomes next week. Yeah, but um, yeah, they got it done. Is there anything else you want to say about the? I haven't said anything about the Steelers. Do you want to say something about the Steelers? No, to be honest, no. <laughs> no is the answer. I don't really remember many of their plays. I think no is the fine answer because I sort of don't, I don't want, want them either. in. The, I don't want them in the playoffs. I don't feel like okay. a playoff team to me. Was um, our podcast? So no, they're not in the playoffs. Let's move on. Yeah, it's our podcast. We do what the fuck we want. Um, sometimes to the detriment of our own podcast. Um, if we can talk about what we want, I say we do predictions for the divisional round next. That's my vote. Yeah, and this is where we need to reiterate that you don't get a vote. Um, but I don't know the, what your vote is. I don't like your Monday vote. night football. The five seed Philadelphia Eagles, despite being 10 and 1, the five seed Philadelphia Eagles travel to Tampa Bay, signing Florida, to play the NFC South champions. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We both predicted the Eagles would win this game. 
stupidly. How did that go, Paul? It went shit, didn't it? It went shit. Yeah. They lost thirty-two nine. Thirty-two nine. Yeah. And it was. They were lucky to get nine. I think. <laughs> it was so bad. And I don't think Tampa Bay did amazing. No. I'm like Tampa Baker Bay. Nice. Baker did well. Rashad White did decent. He's yeah, a very but... good player and he did as good as he normally does. Tampa Bay have struggled to run the ball all year. And then they I played think the Eagles. And I think like, they've struggled. This is next easy. Week. <laughs> I was amazed that the Eagles players couldn't tackle. Oh, mate. Some it of was that was shocking. You, it's pretty rare you see someone totally break a tackle. Yeah. You might see someone run into someone and instead of going backwards, sort of fall, fall forward, forward and gain yeah. two yards rather than lose two or whatever. But it's so rare you see someone like just fall genuinely off. run through someone. And they were juking our players and just running through them. And sometimes it seemed just running past them. Yeah. There was that touchdown. I can't remember who scored it. Um, it was that tall guy. That I tall forgot guy. his name. Mike Evans? No. Kate Otten? It would probably, yeah, if he's tall. I remember it wasn't Mike Evans. Okay. But he was tall. Right. But he okay. just <laughs> ran like at someone. And it just seemed like the guy just didn't try to tackle him, really. Just, like, put his arm out and just let him run through it. Yeah, I mean... I th- the safeties were particularly poor. There was a yeah. lot of bad tackling. Kevin Bayard. Um, I remember he missed a tackle on one of the touchdowns. It's just, yeah, it was... I think it's such an... I mean, if you weren't an Eagles fan, it would be such an interesting thing to study. Be like, how did this team, who were almost unstoppable last year and narrowly lost in one of the best Super Bowls of recent times, come back, look like that same team, go 10 and 1, and then I think what, win one game the rest of the season? And that was against the Giants? Yeah. It so, makes you know, sense. Including losses to Arizona. And the Giants, and now Tampa Bay, and very convincingly in the playoffs, man, with the same players. I don't understand. It's not like yeah. your starting quarterback got injured or they lost like... AJ Brown, but not. Yeah, but not for all whatever. Those. Not six weeks ago. No, that explains. I don't know. We've not had him what the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and even that doesn't obviously explain the change. No, it... But you can say that contributed to the losses last two weeks. It just felt like they had a different mindset all of a sudden. It was it was weird. To, it was almost sad. It wasn't no, sad. it was clear. sad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. It's almost like they were defeated again. I, know, I said this about someone else, but like, it almost felt like they knew they were going to lose. Which is wild yeah. when you're playing against. With all due respect. Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay. Yeah, they would. They've, but not just this game. It felt like the last sort yeah, of yeah. five games, six games. They've just gone in defeated. 
Devontae Smith was decent. Not special, but decent. Yeah, That's I think... the only real positive. Because mm. he's obviously got it harder because there's no AJ Brown. So they yeah, know yeah. That they're going to go to him all the time. So they're really putting their best people on him. And despite that, he did okay. Yeah, he made, I think, all the plays I can remember. There was only one play of the match. And that was he got like a, I think, 50, 60-yard reception. Oh, yeah. Put okay. us a couple yards away from touchdown. Mm. And then we got a touchdown. And then we got a point after, but then went for two point after because there was a full oh, start. Yeah. And didn't get a two point after. That's how you end up on nine. Yeah. How do you feel about Nick Sirianni, head coach? What she's gone, is he? No, I'm asking you as an Eagles fan, do you think he should be gone? Or I don't know only you've been following only closely this year. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't feel educated enough to say mm. Yeah, fair enough. To say one way or the other. Because that's part of it I don't really understand at this point. So yeah, when I see a player playing bad, I can sort of be like, oh, he should be gone. That's but the thing. The coach, it's harder to see is he doing a shit job? Are uh, some of the players doing a bad job? Like, if things aren't going well, it's not, I don't know, I find it harder to pin on the coach. Well, I think a game like this, you get you, I think you have to pin on the coach because. It's not like a couple of players made individual mistakes. It was the whole team just didn't seem up for it or like either the like play calling was bad or the tactics were bad or like they mentally weren't there, which is all the responsibility of the coach. Oh, yeah, I so feel like, like he like... needs to create like a winning mindset hmm. that seemingly been missing for six weeks. I also felt like Jalen Hurts, he didn't used to do this, but it seemed like he just would do whatever the, like, if you, like, have a play and it's intended to go to a particular wide receiver, he's going to do exactly what the textbook is, regardless of things changing. Felt like he was always going to hand it off to someone and not react to... He's not responding to the defense, you think? It felt like that. It felt like at times it was like, oh, why is he handing that off? Because surely he could have seen that guy was about to just get like bulldozed. Or why is he throwing it to that guy? He's not looked. Right. And seen someone else was free. Or he has looked, but still gone for, made the wrong call. Maybe that's a confidence thing. Maybe. I think it's an issue, but I don't know where the issue lies. Whether it's with him or with, it could be with the coach. The coach saying, you got to play it this certain way. Not yeah, I think enough freedom. Obviously, what I was saying about the coaching, some of that comes back to the quarterback as well, because they're such an important like leader. Um, that some of what I said could probably apply to Jalen Hurts as well. But I think it's inevitable that heads will roll. The question is, is it one of those ones where, well, option one, Nick Sirianni goes, and you start again. Um, obviously, you know, most of the same players. I'd be a very attractive proposition for a head coach yeah option two is Nick Sirianni says you know it was not me like it was and then he would have to fire a bunch of 
other coaches, like yeah. offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, whoever. Um, that's the other option. But one of those has got to happen. I don't think Eagles fans will be satisfied. Otherwise, um, and nothing will change. Like you need, you, you can't keep everyone because then Nick Sirianni is going to, you know, someone's going to ask Nick Sirianni, "Well, what happened last year?" And they'll say, "Oh, this, this, this is whatever." And then they'll say, "Well, what's, what's changed? What's stopping that happening again?" Like, um, and I'm sure we'll get into it in the off season, but it's going to be very, it's going to be really tricky to know what kind of Eagles team they're going to get next year. Yeah, like because if it's the first half of the season and last year, then you know they're Super Bowl contenders. But based on the last few weeks, they could easily be a five-win team. Like, yeah, yeah, genuinely, they could be in the race crazy. for getting the first first draft pick. Which is wild. I don't think they will be, but they got to fix something. No, I should think. Even if it doesn't go great next year, there'll be like a middle a of the road team. team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So interesting. Um, and Jason Kelsey has sort of probably tired, retired. Yeah. You see I think, this? I think he's retired, hasn't he? Yeah. He was very emotional at the end of the game. And apparently he said to his teammates, we didn't say, but implied. Um, that it it might have been his last game. Um, yeah, but he did then go on his podcast with Travis and say that he hasn't announced his retirement. Um, so I think he, he kind of said that at the end of the game you're too emotional to make any decisions like that, which I think is fair. Um, so I guess he'll think about it, but I'd be surprised if he continues. Yeah. I think he'd have to somehow be quite confident that they could make the Super Bowl. I think that would maybe be what would keep him in it, is if don't know, they were prepared to make some big changes and he felt, okay, there's a real chance that we could win a Super Bowl with this new team. Yeah, I think... And have I don't you seen know the documentary it... yet? The Kelsey one? I've not, no. No, so it's, it's about him. Yeah. Um, but just like his body is just sort of fucked. Like, I think all linemen are like that. Like, once you've been playing a certain number of years, obviously he's been playing a lot. Yeah. Like, you, you just do a need like rehab like, hit, all the time. Hitting people. Yeah. And like, they never come off the field. Like, D linemen do rotate. But offensive linemen are in every single play. And the center is getting hit every single play. Yeah, especially with the fucking tush push. Who's at the bottom of that? Jason Kelsey. Yeah, that's how you knew actually that there'd been a huge change when they couldn't get a tush push mm. for one yard for a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. It was like there's this has never been in question for the first over first half of the season. All last season, it was a certainty. Shall we? I've got some news, which isn't news to most people, but it will be news to you. It will um, be news to me. So I've got some, got some coaches. But before that, which is kind of more, this news is sort of more interesting for those in the UK. 
Um, Wales and Gloucester rugby player and former British and Irish Lion. I know this. What? I don't know wow. the guy's name. Charlotte told <laughs> me. Well, don't interrupt that. Maybe you don't know the guy's name. I know, but I'm just saying, I know where it's going. Yeah. Uh, Louis Stammer is his name. He's 22. And he is one of the most exciting prospects in rugby, or was. Um, one of the fastest players in the Premiership, if not the. Um, he's declared he's going to be in the NFL's International Player Pathway program. I think there's only some of those words. And it's two Ps. International Player Pathway program? No. <laughs> <laughs> you said the same two Ps is different order. Um, International yeah. Player program? Maybe no pathway. Yeah, maybe. Or International Pathway program. Either way, there's definitely program. This is a fun game. Um, international. <laughs> yeah, so him and 15 others from various countries around the world. A lot of, I think it was a couple of English, obviously he's Welsh, a couple of Englishmen, a fair few from Nigeria, and a few from Ireland who are like kickers and punters. Okay. Um, and a few others who I can't remember. Does he know all... what position he wants to be? Well, I saw it for the first time today written down. He's listed as wide receiver, forward slash running back. Yeah, okay. I figured running back. But yeah, um, wide receiver, running back. Cool. So I think I think his his best job, or his first job at least, should be like returning punts or returning kickoffs, right? Yeah, because he he's used catch... to catching high kicks. Yeah. I know and it's just used to running and running through people. And he's very good at running. So, yeah, but I can't remember exactly how it works. I think what they do, I don't know if they've changed it since then, is they pick a division. Last time I remember it was the AFC South. They pick a division and give every team in that division a set number of players. I don't remember if it's two or four. There's 16 players in total. So it might be four if it's just one division. Um, and then they get them, like, the teams can have those players, like, for free. They don't count to their roster spots. Um, and then that gives them a chance. I think later down the line, they might count to their roster spots. It gives them a chance for them to make the actual, the actual like, active roster or pr- practice squad or something. Um, okay. But, yeah, it's quite exciting because he's so young. Like, he's 22. Do you know what division he, they will be in? No, we don't have anything like that yet, I don't think. Okay. Or at least I don't. Because um, that'd be cool to see them in a, in an Eagles jersey. Yeah. For me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I hope he doesn't go to a team I really hate, like the Eagles. They'd be worse than Eagles. Are you Cowboys? Well, Cowboys is it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst too. Um... But yeah, so that is super exciting. I imagine people in rugby are pretty annoyed. But it just it's sort of a fun experiment, isn't it? You very rarely get things like that. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be really interesting because he's obviously he's so good at rugby, it does seem a bit crazy to move, but obviously there is more money in it if he becomes like a top mm. top NFL player. Yeah, I think... So he's sort of gone out on a whim there, but I like it. I mean, it's brave. I think 
you just got to do it because you want to do it. I think he's probably fucking just sick of the weather in England and Wales. Well, let's hope he doesn't go to fucking Buffalo or something. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, he's a he'll fit in well with dolphins if he's a fast boy. Yeah, that's true. He'll be perfect. Yeah, but um, uh, they're put, it's probably the one sort of team that don't need someone like him. They're like, oh, we've already got six of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because we did have Joe Christian Wade. No. Well, he was like one of the leading try scorers in the Premiership. Um, he went to the NFL through, I guess, a similar system. He was a bit older, like 26, 27, just a guess. Right. Um, and he became a running back for the Bills. I think I don't think he ever made the active roster. He's on their practice squad. Um, but he was obviously, you know, if you're on your practice squad, you're making a living doing it. And he um, he scored a good touchdown in preseason. That's kind of the clip that goes around yeah. whenever anyone talks about rugby. Um, <laughs> and the other one is Jordan Mylata, the Eagles lineman. Used to play rugby in Australia, I think. Okay. And he's he's a huge dude, and uh, now he's a offensive lineman. Yeah, um, and he's a good singer. And he's a good singer. Oh, yeah, that yeah, clip. that clip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's hope everyone knows what we're talking about. <laughs> um, all right, let's do coaches, and then we can do our division round picks, and then we can sign off. Plan. That was going to be my vote. All right, so here we go. Um, so you, I think I already told you some coaches have been fired. Brandon Staley from the Chargers, Arthur Smith from the Falcons. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if I've already told you this one. Mike Vrabel from the Tennessee Titans. Fired. Fired. Yeah. Bit of a shock, that one. Um, Pete Carroll at Seattle Seahawks is, quote unquote, evolving into new role, which does not involve head coaching. Um, which is the top coaching role, so it's not really evolving. I think he might just be, I don't know, it'd be like it's like you're like not head hired, of football but operations or demoted, yeah, something or, a bit more in the office, I think. Okay, less um, coaching, yeah, it was quite clear that was not Pete Carroll's, Pete Carroll's decision, yeah. Um, and probably the biggest news Bill Belichick quote-unquote, mutually parts ways with New England. Yeah. After being there for 24 years and winning six Super Bowls. Yeah, the Brady. The Brady times. But he's already been replaced because they had a succession plan in place, apparently, for this guy called Jared Mayo, who was their linebacker's coach. He was already kind of being groomed for the role, I think. Okay. Um, and there's weird rules like you have to advertise the position externally or something, unless there's like stuff in contracts already. And he must have had in his contract or something. Okay. The next, whatever. So, so he's already definitely... in post. So he's now the Patriots head coach. That's cool. Um, yeah, so that's cool. And presumably, um, Belichick will be head coach somewhere else. Yeah, he's already he's made it clear he wants to keep coaching. He probably wants to go for George Hallis's record of like most wins by head coach. He's like most 20 Super off. Bowl wins. No, no like most, most wins. Matches. Yeah, okay. 
Um, so two seasons with a good team, we'll get that with a yeah, top team. The teams he's been most heavily linked with are the Chargers and the Falcons. The ones that fired coaches. <laughs> well, other teams have fired coaches as well. Okay, um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, like yeah. five seasons, <laughs> five more years. Yeah, so yeah, he had this. I saw on Twitter just before you came on that apparently he's going down to Atlanta for a second interview. I mean, it's kind of a ridiculous notion that Atlanta are interviewing him. It's much more the other way around, probably. Yeah. But, you know, they're meeting again. Um, so he's definitely a hot ticket as a coach. Um, I don't necessarily know if I would want my team. Depends where your team is. I think if you had an established quarterback, I'd be more inclined to take Bill Belichick, like the Chargers. Um, Falcons, let's say, but um, we'll see. Like and then whoever he's with, he's going to bring something new. But he is more hmm. defense focused, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. So you probably want a stronger offense. Yeah, and you think place. about. You think about all the success he had in New England, a lot of that was with Brady. Um, yeah. And since then, he's been making a lot of decisions in terms of he drafted Mac Jones. That didn't go well. He's probably involved in the trade that got Cam Newton there. That didn't go well. You know, he's not got a great track record since Brady. So you sort of want to give him Brady again. But, you know. Yeah, not sure there is a. The only Easy real Brady that. will be Patrick Mahomes, and I think Andy Reid's a pretty good fit. Yeah, Andy Reid's not the problem with that team. Um, the other coaching bits and bobs, which are less interesting, perhaps. Mike McCarthy, the Dallas head coach, is not being fired, despite people thinking. I think I said on the last one, if they lose, he may well be. A lot of people think he may well be, but he is not. Jerry Jones or whoever it is is in charge has come out and said well, he's our head coach next year. Okay, so it's not like he's not yet been fired. They've come out and said he will not be yeah, fired. He's yeah. got another year at least. Nick Sirianni is not on this list as not fired because yeah, who knows? <laughs> who was um, that guy that like had a had a fight with the 49ers player? Big or Dom. didn't really have a fight, got slapped. Big Dom. I want him head coach. Well, since he left. That's that's when everything changed. You know that, right? <laughs> was, he got like banned. He left, sidelines and then it went to shit. Well, that Niners game was the first loss. It was like they were ten and one, and then they played the Niners. I think right. So that was the first loss in the big slump. So that's what's changed. We lost yeah. Big Dom. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe yeah, maybe bring him back. Bring him back as head coach would be. Yeah, undefeatable. Or, you know, bring him back as linebacker. Can you do both? (laughs) (laughs) Not sure he could do either. Um, Yeah, and then the other, this is probably even less interesting, but the other coach that a lot of people were kind of keen to get is Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. That sounds wrong coming out of my mouth. Jim Jim Harbaugh, who is John Harbaugh? The Ravens head coach's brother. Right. Who just coached Michigan in college to the national championship. And has yeah. previously coached with San Francisco and all over the place. He's a bit of a hot ticket as well. 
and has previously been linked with the Chargers um, and stuff. And apparently, I don't really know much about him other than he's John Harbour's brother, but he's a bit of a character, apparently. That would be nice to see him as a head coach then. Yeah. Wherever he goes, just having more characters. A lot of the coach yeah. is pretty boring, which is fair enough, but more interesting if you've got some weirdo doing it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see where these those kind of chips fall. Obviously, see what happens with Nick Sirianni and there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. That's all the news. Let's pick our winners for the divisional round. Um, first up, the Houston Texans play the Baltimore Ravens, the number one seed Ravens. Um, ah, it's such a good weekend because all the games are tough games. Yeah. I think I don't know, Texans got all the momentum, but I think I've gone with the I Ravens. Ravens have to do it. I think uh, I can really see it going the other way. Texans had the... such a strong week last week, but Ravens have had a strong week every week, pretty much. Yeah, well, I mean, these Ravens players haven't played in ages because they rested their starters in week 18. Obviously, didn't play in the wild card. So, really, they haven't played since week 17. Um, yeah. Which, in theory, means they're the healthiest they've been other than week one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, whether they've got the same mindset is a question. But I think Ravens will do it. All right. I'd, love, you down for I'd love to see Texans win, though. I'd, I'd be rooting for the Texans. Oh, yeah. I think most people will be. Um, We've then got the Green Bay Packers going to San Francisco to play the number one seed 49ers on Saturday night. Yeah, this this one before last week, if you like said, oh, if Packers win, Mm. I would have been like, well, obviously. But they looked so strong. Yeah. I mean, I still think 49ers will do it. But yeah, I think I, I think sort of agree with you. This I think could be a really, really close game. But yeah, and especially it's just like what I was saying earlier that Packs are playing with house money. Like they have nothing to lose. All the pressure is on San Francisco. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Green Bay are playing like one of the best teams. <laughs> um, if so, they turned up like last week, I wouldn't. Yeah, I really feel like they could. Mm. Win, yeah. But we got a back San Francisco. Yeah, I mean they've, yeah, look, the, probably the most dominant team. Yeah. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to Detroit to play the Lions in the other NFC matchup. I've got Detroit on this one, but it's sort yeah. of a similar vibe. Tampa Bay playing with house money. Like, if Baker plays well, you could see it. But I, in a way, I'm more confident about the Lions beating the Bucks than I was about them beating the Rams. Yeah, I, uh, I think this is the least close game of the week. On paper, is yeah, which is mad because I'm saying it's more likely that Texans will beat Ravens and Packers will beat San Francisco. But yeah, I think Lions will will do it. Yeah, and it's at Detroit as well. Yeah. Um, 
And then the big one, or I think it's the big one, the Kansas City Chiefs travel to Buffalo to play the Bills. Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Been so many classics between these two already. I think overall Josh Allen has the upper hand against Mahomes, doesn't he? Um, no, they're they're three and three in matches okay. against each other. But um, I mean, Mahomes tends to do better in the playoffs. But also, Mahomes against pretty much any other quarterback will be more than three and three as a ratio. Yeah. Obviously, he might not have played them six times. Yeah. I I think Buffalo will do it. I don't I think, know if they'll be favourites. I imagine Kansas City will be favourites. I'm not I sure. I expect Buffalo to be favourites, especially because it's at home. And Kansas City have not looked like a great Kansas City team like all year. Um, Buffalo and they've got momentum. And won, what, like six in a row, did we figure out? However many it was. Like... I think Buffalo will be favourites. I could keep, I could definitely see Kansas City winning it though. If like Chris Jones has a big game, their defense has looked very good. Buffalo have got a lot of injuries on their defense. Um, and Adam loves to throw the ball sometimes to the defenders of the other team. Yeah, you win and you lose with Ellen. So yeah, that's a very tasty matchup though. I like that very much. Yeah, but I do think. It would be more like, I think if Kansas win, it won't be really that they've beaten Buffalo, be that Buffalo have lost to them. I Buffalo have made mistakes that have allowed Kansas to win rather than they've both played and not really made mistakes, but Kansas played better. Mm. That was a confusing fault, but I think you get what I mean. I wasn't really thinking about it. I just hope, I just hope it made sense. You just at the end go, hmm. Yeah, it's, hmm, yeah, interesting. Um, all right, I guess that concludes everything, doesn't it? I think so. In for an exciting week. Uh, just to update the picks competition, uh, I'm on 183 points for the season. You're on 156. So you will need a big like 27-point swing in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, in the next like seven, seven games. games. Yeah, yeah. And we've picked it. Identical for this week, so. And also, it's at this point impossible for a draw, right? Yes. Yeah. Which is two teams advancing to the next round. Yeah. I I reckon I'm a loser. Is there anything you want to say before we turn off? Nope. No. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 